Well, friend, welcome to Legacy Leadership Alliance. I'm so excited to uh, share with you on this podcast. Of course, this is our first one, and um, I want to tell you just a little bit about and give you the skinny of Legacy Leadership Alliance, what we're all about. And then we're going to go right into talking about and discussing, rethinking our rhythms as we deal with this coronavirus. So here's the skinny of Legacy Leadership Alliance. Number one, we create a formalized succession plan preparing for our pastoral replacement. And number two is mentorship and development, mentoring and developing the next generation next generation of preachers by setting a new order of servanthood, integrity, and leadership. Number three is a pastor's kids alliance. In fact, we uh, year before last, we had a PK retreat. It was quite incredible. So we create a, a support system, a support system and alliance for PK kids, and we focus on dynasty, posterity, and legacy. And then number four, um, a, a pastor support system that we create a culture of strength, encouragement, transparency, servanthood, and accountability to each other's vision and ministry assignment. And like I said, um, as we continue to do the podcast for Legacy Leadership Alliance, we will recap and go into the details of Legacy Leadership Alliance. But because of what we're dealing with at the moment, it is an emergency. And so I just want to jump into and inspire uh, pastors and leaders on basically how do we navigate through this season uh, as we tackle this coronavirus. Uh, There's some things that God spoke to me, and I think that is relevant. And the Lord spoke to me personally that there is a divine reset that's going on. And in fact, this uh, this word reset, of course, the Lord has spoke this to me about, my God, four and a half years ago, and I even did a curriculum. But I feel like this is a, a reset part two of what the Lord has been saying to me and what the Lord is doing. Um, there is a high-level leadership demand right now, um, and that is directional leadership, organizational leadership, and revelatory leadership that I think that God is pulling on these gifts, these individuals, these men and women of faith, there's a heavy anointing and touch upon this organizational leadership, revelatory leadership, and directional leadership. I also believe that there is um, there's a divine paradigm shift that's going on. Uh, we have entered into a new era, and there are new words, new phrases, new terminologies, uh, this is the moment of innovation and cross-pollination. Uh, cross-culture impact is made available to us. That is, of course, the ability to impact uh, different cultures. And, and in fact, because we we have social media, we can do that simultaneously uh, without cultural limitations. Uh, you know, the Bible says in, in the book of Acts 1 and 8, but we will, we will receive power after the Holy Spirit comes upon us, and that is the ability. So it is very important that we grasp this particular season and understand that God has given us the capacity to take the limits off. There are no limitations right now of what we can do in spite of the coronavirus as leaders. A limit is something that doesn't extend beyond what has have already been done or expected. In other words, uh, a limit implies you are only permitted to go within the encircled boundaries. And to be frank with you, I think 
the, the, this divine reset is so essential right now because when we talk about reset, we're talking about God reawakening the passion within leaders. Uh, because through the maze of life and seasons of friction and fragmentations and broken focus and encounters as leaders that we go through, um, it, it sometimes suppresses the passion or causes us to be distracted and fragmented as opposed to focused and full of faith. This divine reset that God is doing is so necessary. And I think one of the, the challenges is that because we've been under so many cultural shifts, as it relates to the, the um, behavior patterns dealing with the, the association with the economics, the social, political, educational, and also the religious systems of the world. It has literally put the church in an identity crisis and even leadership. So this is the reason why a paradigm shift or a divine reset is necessary. Um, going forward, it is not only necessary, but it's mandatory. You know, Joshua and Moses had a a paradigm shift. In Joshua 1, 2, and 3, the Bible says, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, therefore, arise, take his place, cross over to Jordan, and you all, uh, all these people, into the land which I'm giving, giving you. There was a paradigm shift of leadership. There was a paradigm shift of cultural awareness. There was a change and a reset. Remember, God fed them with manna falling from heaven. But now there's a whole different dynamic as they begin to go into the promised land. Now they're going to have to dig their own wells. They're going to have to, uh, you know, provide for their own food. These miracles was not going to come supernaturally anymore the way that they were coming. There was going to be a cultural change, a change in resources, a change in the way that they think. Uh, now they're going to have to conquer and fight their enemy as opposed to God fighting for them. So th this type of paradigm shift was mandatory, mandatory for production and for the purpose of God's word being unfolded. So it was in Moses and Joshua days, so it is in our days. The Bible says in Daniel, the second chapter, 21st verse, the Bible says that God will change the times and the seasons, and he, he removed kings and established kings. So it's very in, important for us to understand and really get the pulse of God, that this is not the moment to fret, but this is the moment to refine our faith and recognize as leaders that we are the voice of God to the earth. We are the prophets. We are the apostles. We are uh, men and women of faith that should have an ear and divine direction to how to navigate through seasons, but also have a strong word of comfort and clarity. And this is the reason why this divine reset is necessary. So pastors and ministers, uh, let me just give you just a few uh, PowerPoints about what I think that we need to do. Well, I think we must rethink our rhythms. Uh, that's very important is rethinking our rhythms. I'm talking about rhythms as in patterns of movement because we, we're not able to move as we were able to prior to the coronavirus. And so there are, pa there are patterns and movements and changes that's going on, things that we mechanically, things that we've done in familiarity, it has to change. We don't know how the model uh, will reset itself of how to have church, how many days, whether we're going to have a weekday service or it's going to be uh, according, uh, you know, just on uh, social medias. 
um, there is there there are transitions that's going on, and so we have to open up to biblical information and bib- biblical revelation and and what I was talking about the leadership piece, you know, informational leadership, revelatory leadership, and directional leadership. All of these dynamics has to be a part of this equation. And it's almost like a reinventing of our methods of ministry and learning new programs. This is the time that we have to rethink our rhythms. Um, My grandkids came over today and I was working on this particular Legacy Leadership Alliance podcast and they came in and interrupted my rhythm. And so I had to turn it off and go play baseball, had to go bike riding and and just have a good time with them. Um, It's an inconvenience, but it's necessary to build a relationship with my grandchildren. So this divine reset is a necessary inconvenience. God is interrupting our normal flow uh, so that we could rethink strategy. We could reconnect in prayer. We could reprioritize. Everything about us concerning uh, leadership has to be uh, rethought again so that as we move forward, we will be sure-footed and make a lasting impact. So again, uh, leaders, we have to rethink the rhythms, the patterns of movement, change. um, is part of rethinking rhythms, uh, timing, making sure we're in the timing of God. Uh, We rhythmatically in step with the heart of God uh, in the center of his will. Uh, Me and Pastor Ross talked about that last night, being in the center of God's will, not in the perimeter, not not on the outskirts, not not totally clear. No, when you rethink your rhythm, you want to be in step with God. You want to make sure you are in tune with God. Uh, As a musician, you can have a great piano player, and he can be incredibly talented, but if he is off the beat, you're playing in 4-4 time, and he or she is playing in a whole different beat method. God wants us to be totally in tune and on time with what he's saying and what he's doing, not just hearing, but listening. That's a difference. Uh, Being able to follow the course, being able to refine, define, review, rethink, and even revision so that as we move to this next progressive word, we will be in alignment, in humility, broken, submitted to his call, faithful, and focused as it relates to the vision that God has given us. I remember we were doing a recording and we had great musicians and the piano piano player was on time and in tune um, my saxophone playing, of course, I had to make sure I'd be in step with the rhythm of the beat. But we had a drummer that he was always lagging behind a half step. And no matter how accurate we were, how good we were as other musicians, he alone literally affected the sound of the music. So when people listen, they couldn't hear the harmony. They couldn't really enjoy the music because we were always a half step behind. I think in this divine reset, God is trying to get us to make sure that we are rhythmatically, spiritually, prayerfully in step and in tune with his purpose. 
okay? Hey, listen, I got to go because I know you guys are saving the world. But listen, I want to be able to build the, the podcast. And if you can send this to a few pastor friends or ministers of the gospel, uh, I would sure appreciate it. And also, if you would like to get a hold of me and learn more about Legacy Leadership Alliance, and of course, I'll be talking about it as we go along, but you can email me at bishopshawn at gmail.com, bishopshawn at gmail.com. Also, I would like to make available to you my new book, The Journey to Greatness, 15 points that will guide you to discover your personal greatness. I'm telling you, this life, this book is life-changing. It is uh, thought-provoking. And I think it's transformational to your life. And, of course, the link is at the bottom. I would love for you to purchase it. It's a incredible conversational piece, especially during your downtime uh, with this coronavirus. But I love you. Uh, like I said, send this to a few other ministers of the gospel. Um, remember, it is better to live by principle than to die by impulse. I love you. You guys go stay on the wall and be blessed.